going down today superstars so glad for you to be joining us it's you know it's another fine day here at mountaineer sound studios and you know what i'm very excited to bring you once again dan cable presents the podcast that we do here live at the or live to tape here in the uh, in the studio so thanks so much for joining us we appreciate you coming by yeah hey, yes, exactly you deserve a little bit of a golf golf clap we're going to do it. Let's do it now. Let's go into the live room and say hi to DC. Dan Cable, everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Woo! What is good, everybody? Look he looks so good today. DC, you sharpened up for us. Wow, they can't. I don't think they can even see me. You I don't acknowledge that. I, I mean, yeah, we're here. We're here in the space <laughs> again. We're doing it again. Another episode of Dan Cable Presents is going down. New move is here in the space. Super stoked to hear some jams from them. And uh, I think we should just get to that and, and do that thing. So what song are you guys going to kick it off with? This song is called How Do You Want It? Stuck in. Look at you, everything you 
That's a new move here from uh, live from Mountaineer Studios on the uh, on the program. Welcome guys to the to the yeah. show. Right yeah, on. what's up, man? Good to be here. Yeah. Uh, super stoked to to have you guys here to to play some songs and get to know a little bit more about uh, your band. Uh, I found out about you guys because of uh, this gentleman Kyle over here, who I uh, met a few years back uh, when I moved up here. He uh, had just kind of sent a text out, I think, to some friends and like, "Hey, I'm playing in." Uh, I'm playing a show tonight in in store at Tender Loving Empire with this band New Move, and I showed up to that, and he was like, "Hey, this is kind of like my audition show," and I was like, "Cool." And uh, oh yeah, I didn't end up even. Uh, well, I guess I kind of auditioned, but there was no one else to. No uh, competition. There was yeah. no competition, so they they kind of just handed it over to me. <laughs> you uh, got the gig. I got the gig. You got yeah. the to gig. say the least. Yeah, You're still here, yeah. which is nice, and. Uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about the band before I saw you guys play, and I was super impressed uh, with the sound and uh, just the the general feel of the band. Um, I really I really enjoyed it, so I was uh, definitely uh, trying to get you guys on here as soon as possible. So nice. happy to have you. And uh, Jesse, you you started the the band, or this is your your brainchild, new move. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, we started in 2012, so we've had kind of a lot of uh, lineup changes over the years. You want to step up to that that thing for me a little bit more? Thank uh, yeah, you. is that better? Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, I think this is the, the newest and best incarnation so far. It's going pretty good. As far as the, the live feel? Yeah, except, I mean, Kyle blows it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> live. <Yeah. laughs> they couldn't find anybody else, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, did you guys want to uh, introduce yourselves in the in the band and what you you play and get familiar with some voices? Yeah, I'm Jesse. I'm the lead singer, songwriter. I'm Matt. I play bass. My name's Kyle. I'm on the drums. <laughs> uh, I'm Alex. I play Barry Sax. I'm Pedro, and I'm on the roads. Yes, there's a lot of beers on the roads as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's, uh, beers on the roads. Putting some work over there. He's building a pyramid, I think, of beer cans. Yeah. We've been here for what twenty minutes. <laughs> a little uh, camera shy, so I just hide behind it. <laughs> we don't drink. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, when did you uh, start? Uh, when did the idea start for a new move, and what did you want to do initially with it? Yeah, good question. So it kind of came. I've been playing music in in Portland for about sixteen years, and my last band. Um, Oh, Captain, my captain had just sort of dissolved. So I had a lot of time to write for maybe the first time in a really long time. Um, and I was, I wanted to just be prolific and write as much as possible. My goal was to write a hundred songs and then pick the 10 best ones and make a record. I got to about. 25 <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not bad that's 30, pretty maybe. solid yeah um and it's just sort of just exercise in writing pop songs yeah basically um yeah and then uh started recording in the studio just sort of piecemealing an album together um before it ever became a band and then slowly we booked our first show and then finished the album and it's taken a long time so the 10 songs that are on the uh, available 
self-titled full length those are part of that initial 25 songs that you had written yeah exactly right on yeah and what was uh what was the band that you were like what what were the other bands you were in before doing this like as far as uh sound wise was it was it similar Um, to this stuff or was it a completely different feel i think it was completely different so i mean oh captain my captain was more kind of uh orchestral pop with like a you know a lot of instrumentation and a lot of parts and more i don't know like romantic sounding or something <laughs> more more <laughs> mellow okay um and yeah so this is kind of a, a 180 like a stark reaction to that i wanted to do stuff that was just more kind of in your face and cut out all the fat and just try to write pop songs you know yeah, they're they're really cool. I think, I mean, it has a lot of feels of the the Beach Boys stuff and like the Beatles vibes, and not to put sure. it like on such like a high like level, but the the feels are all there. And like, I don't know that that seems pretty clear that like those influences have made their way in there. Um, and then contemporary feels. Uh, I was kind of hearing some spoon and stuff every once in a while. I don't know. Um, I'd definitely like to hear like what your your contemporary influences are for for the band and what's like informed your sound for what you wanted to do. Sure, yeah. I mean, basically, I spent a lot of time when I was writing these songs just listening to songs um, f- from a l- like a pretty broad spectrum, like Billie Holiday to uh, Prince. You know, timeline wise, and just thinking like. What is it about these songs that makes them good? Why do I like them so much? And just trying to answer that question the best I could and then apply that to my songwriting. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, really at the end of the day, it's just like these are songs I like to be the soundtrack of my day. So it's more like really you just want a song that like when you're making coffee, it's on in the background and it's just nice, you know. Um, but yeah, as far as direct modern influences, I, I don't know. I mean, um, there's a lot, there's a lot. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a lot to pick from. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Even all of us personally have our own different influences that we have, you know? And so we probably just all, you know, try to bring that to the board whenever we get together. As far as uh, the players on the record, are is anybody here that that played? Um, yeah, Pedro played keys. Okay, and did some vocals, I believe. Mm-hmm. Alex played all the sax on the record. Nice. And then, um, but that whole process was myself and and Jeff Bond, who's an engineer in town. He co-produced the record with me, and we kind of just kind of we went down the the rabbit hole and. And uh, tracked most of it between the two of us. He played drums on all but, I think, two tracks. Um, but, yeah, it was nice to have the time and not have a, a band that was in full swing so we could – we didn't have uh, too much pressure to get it done. We could take our time with it and make the record that we wanted. Um, but, yeah, we had a lot of people come in and sing or play guitar tracks or – you know, there were probably 
15 other contributors nice. for just little pieces here and there. So, yeah. Just went all wrecking crew on it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> set a bunch of different people. Right on. And how did you uh, piece together the band through through that? Like, how did how did Pedro get into the bands and the rest of the fellas? Yeah, Pedro and I had a mutual friend who um, I just saw out at the pub all the time. And uh, I was telling him that I, had one, I was needing some keys and drums, and he recommended Pedro. And we hit it off, like, right away. We got along, and he, his style fit perfectly, and it was, that was easy. Alex, I think, well, was Alex and harder. I. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Alex just does not fit. No. <laughs> um, that was almost, what, did you play with us for the Beach Boys compilation show? I did. Yeah. Was that the first show? I think it made him a second. Uh, okay. So, so we were, we put together a show. I put together a compilation called Portland Smiles, which is uh, the album Smiley Smile. And it's all Portland bands um, doing one track from that record. So when we played the live show, we brought in Alex because we were doing mostly Beach Boys covers. Yeah. And it went so well having the baritone sax in that we were like, well, fuck it. Why don't we just make that a staple? And, yeah, it's been going really well. These guys. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> Kyle and Matt Moore. They're, they're twin brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they had a... Uh... <laughs> Sexy boys. You know, it's funny. We actually, you pulled us in at the exact same time. So we had our very first practice together. And is that right? Yeah, it, that's yeah, actually we, true. I had I had some. Time, <laughs> These are not lies. <laughs> I had some time to listen to the album and familiarize myself with the drums on mm -hmm. the uh, on the songs, um, and I thought I was gonna step in with like you know all eyes on me, like can you fucking pull this off? Yeah. And then lo and behold, uh, Matt was there. He and showed up. He didn't know less prepared, so a lot that really prepared. took the pressure off of you. Yeah. So like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uh, this isn't that bad. <laughs> Many boo boos were made. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and I don't know. It, it's it's easy to meet musicians when you are out watching shows and playing shows all the time. You know. Yeah. Um, Matt plays in the domestics, and he just played some shows with No La La, and so I just I think I met you going to shows. And watching the domestics, mm -hmm. probably Maybe Minden show or something. Minden, yeah. yeah, something like that. I actually don't remember meeting you. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I remember meeting you because it was at uh, Kelly's Olympian. Oh. You guys played, and there were maybe two people in the audience. The domestics played. Oh, it sounds normal. And it was the first time that I saw you guys, and it blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" And then I went with Casey from Minden. I think he was playing bass in New Move at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, yeah, they don't normally play like that. I think they probably just got a little bit drunk because there was n there were no people there. Mm. But it was pretty good. You guys were rowdy, it was like over the top. I don't know if you remember that show. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you, you kind of grew up in this scene, Lynn. Like, were you playing shows in the city in, like, high school and stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um at that point in high school, there, I mean, we were playing at, like, the Paris Theater and the Tonic Lounge. 
I don't know if you guys remember the Tonic Lounge before it was. Panic Room. Oh, but now, <laughs> it's, now it's the it's Raven, gone. right? Yeah, it's the <laughs> Raven now. Yeah. Oh, it's the Raven. <laughs> really? The Panic Room didn't? No, nah, it didn't work out. No, didn't work out. Liked it. That, no one knows why, though. That's that weird. is shocking. <laughs> it's called the Raven now. Yeah. So have you, what do you think about, like, the music scene now in comparison to then, or at least just seeing the growth, like, do you see it as a, a positive thing? I think the growth in the music scene is definitely positive, and there are definitely many more amazing bands here now, I think, than when I was playing music then. There was more, it was more challenging to find band, like, really good bands to play with. Now it's like... Yeah, throw a rock and you're gonna hit a guy who works at a bar and plays in an amazing band in Portland, you know? Or, yeah. or two or three. Or yeah. two or three. <laughs> yeah. Of all genres and mm-hmm. different types and styles. Yeah. Did anybody else in the band grow up in the Portland area? I know Kyle did not. Utah. I, I grew up in Aloha. Okay. Right on. Yeah, well. That's close enough. That's close. Yeah. That's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, it's close. Oregonian yeah. still. It's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a, a real one? Yeah. I grew up in Oklahoma, which also starts with an O, and so it was an easy transition. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> you've, been, you've been out in Portland for a while? Um, about 10 years, yeah. Oh, wild. Have you been playing music in the, like out here in the, the scene for a while? Um, not as much as I would have hoped when I first moved here. Yeah. Um, we were in a band called Springtime Panther, which name alone uh, went nowhere. Um, <laughs> I think but it's the, the music is really, really good. It's really fun. We, we later changed our name to Prairie. The and, name sucked, but the music was great. And then it kind of improved, but then babies came along, and so we were without a couple members. Right on. Like hmm. you guys got, your van was robbed by babies? Yeah. The babies out here <laughs> aren't as nice as they are in Oklahoma. It's pretty weird, man. <laughs> no one believed him. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to uh, play another jam? You yeah. want to hop on the the drum kit there, young man? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Take me a second. I gotta put these earbuds back in. Do you see? You should talk about the uh, YouTube page. Hey, don't tell me what to do on my program, guy. <laughs> All right, I'm well, running this do. ship. You should tell people about the shirts and stuff. We got a YouTube channel uh, full of videos that Garrett has put together for us there. Uh, Does excellent work. You can Dan Cable Presents on the YouTube. You hit subscribe and see the old uh, fancy videos that we got mm-hmm. up there. And, uh, yeah, we got some T-shirts and whatnot. Stickers. Support the program. All sorts of things. More things coming soon, too, right? Uh, yeah. We're trying to get some hockey pucks, I think. Oh, <laughs> and a league, a league of musician yes. hockey players going play hockey, too. By the way, if you play at hockey, me or Dusty Fox, we are trying to put together a uh, full lineup of, of uh, Portland musicians who are also ice hockey so players. So, like, if you're guitarist or not, and you know it. other guitarists to play hockey, put a team together. You know what I mean? But until you have a full team, don't even fucking talk to us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, what song are you guys gonna play? This one's called "Don't Want to Lose." <laughs> Oh, hold on. Oh, we're good. We're good. Check. Terry, are you prepared for the program? See the 
song uh yeah you guys dropped that uh the self-titled in january yeah and uh yeah i've been geeking out on it listening to it a lot lately and uh really dig the record everything cuts through super nicely and everything sonically is rad um the first half of the record is really cool but uh how do you want it which is uh you guys started with that one today um that is kind of the jam where it is it's the turning point for me and it kind of takes off and i really enjoy the second half and then it goes into the when did we stop song which is like a really cool dreamy song cool trip and uh but it's still the last one we'll be playing for you oh right on cool yeah it's a it's a cool trip without going like too far out and it still remains and keeps its pop sensibilities but still you know like teeters on that that edge of of kind of pushing out of that space a little bit which is really cool and it fits the the song lyrics obviously about the the universe and whatnot so sure definitely enjoy those songs a lot and then uh 
Yeah, man. I just think that uh, I recently had a band Quiet Type on, and they are also just like really solid songwriters. And yeah, Bobby's um, a good guy. Yeah, man. Both those guys, Lee and Bobby, are, are rad. And uh, I was just talking to them about that it can be kind of uh, off-putting to tell people that you know you're playing pop music, and and I think that. Like what you're doing with the songwriting is is a reason to you know gravitate or gravitate towards that stuff rather like again because that's what the radio was filled with was was great songwriting for a really long time and yeah. it's it doesn't have to be a terrible thing to be a good songwriter and like everything doesn't have to be so obscure or outside of the box to be to be good. I agree, yeah. I think, I think there's great pop music out there, and a lot of times I think it's just, it depends on how it's delivered, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, you can make some hooks, but it's how you construct all those hooks together to make a song. Right. That I yeah. think makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. In fact, I think it's something that is a, a common misconception. As a songwriter, you don't want to use these classic forms because it feels like you're like selling out or you're you know falling in line with all of this like radio pop music yeah but that really all of those forms meaning i don't know the structure and arrangement and like whatever rules about pop songwriting are just like a guideline so you don't you don't have to be as ham-fisted about it as we are because we're like very unabashedly a pop band yeah but, but it doesn't lack character and like cool feels and good rhythms and, yeah. and stuff like that you know right but yeah exactly and if you look at like nirvana they were writing beatles songs yeah but they they weren't compromising their art you know right to make it that way for sure. But that's why I think they're so universally liked, even as, like, a underground, like, grunge band. Yeah, you know? they still had that pop appeal yeah. that, like, took them to the next level of maybe one of success. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. one of the catchiest guitar riffs of all time with Teen Spirit. Like, right. You know, mm -hmm. but, uh, but, yeah, you got all the sweet harmonies and, and like, all the kind of cool synthesizer and like electronic stuff that kind of you know like brings in the uh the modern feels to like some of those older more classic influences and yeah man i i like the record a lot man it's it's rad thanks dan yeah yeah it sounds like you actually listened to it. i appreciate it no i i <laughs> i like i said i praise the ability to write good songs and not be afraid to write a pop song because of all those things that you were talking about and, and delivering it in the right way. So, I liked it enough to even join the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was it was a very cool thing to just kind of see and not know what it was before you guys played. Because it was just like, I don't know, you go expecting a lot of different things when you go see bands here, I think. Sure. And so to like see something a little more straight ahead, you know, I was just like, oh, this is... This is rad. This is cool. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a little in-store was packed out, so that was rad. Yeah, that was a fun show. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was mine and Matt's first time performing with you guys. So yeah, shout was, out to... It was actually really cool that you showed up, that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was random, but... Shout uh, out to Jared Meese and Brianne Meese mm -hmm. and the TLE family. 
Yeah, and you guys they're, are they're under amazing. the uh, the Bug Hunt label with the the record. Yeah, it's like a and it's a sister label to TOE also mm-hmm. for sure. And it's Tyler Farron who plays in Typhoon who runs yeah. that. Yeah, I think he also has been playing drums for Bed here and there, and yeah. I met him at one of their shows. But uh, yeah, what do you, so you guys are doing like a cool like remix on on that record? Yes, now, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's a it's a sort of a remix album except it's more like um myself and a a different band will collaborate on uh, a fresh take for each song so Mm -hmm. it'll probably be the same track list it's definitely all the same tracks but they are almost unrecognizable as new move songs yeah each each track is designated towards a certain uh, different artist in the Portland scene. And so uh, they have a chance to uh, take the track and put in their own personality or their own take on how they think uh, the song could transform into their sort of style. Oh, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. And how- it features a lot of different acts. Uh, I, th- I know, like, Boone Howard. Yeah, um, Boone Howard is on there. Minden. Dom- Minden, Domestics, Ilabamba. Um, it looks like we'll be doing one with Radiation City. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just yeah. kind of pick some of your favorite artists around the the city. Yeah, so, exactly. And a lot of them are just friends. That's rad. And it's it's really more than anything just an excuse to drink beer in my basement and and you know hang out and record music. This is what all of us like to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's easy because the songs are already written. So like, well, this way we just we can have fun with it and do whatever we want yeah totally yeah. deconstruct it and yeah piece it back together in a different way right on and that's going to be released in uh december okay yeah so people can look forward to that yeah keep your ears and eyes open we'll be dropping a date here pretty soon mm-hmm. for that and then you'll you'll kind of do a show that that celebrates that uh that record in in kind of that form? Yes, we're working on a bill right now. I'm not exactly sure who will be involved, but we want to um, have it be in the same spirit of collaboration. So you can look forward to seeing, you know, some of some of your favorite Portland bands doing something a little bit different than what they would do at any other show. So it's kind of going to be a one of a kind show. Just kind of a rad rotation of a bunch of instrument or people stepping on stage and playing different songs with you guys and whatnot yeah i mean it could be something like that or we could do a big super group or i don't know we're we're still talking to the artists and coming up with the best way to present it cool Um, man but it's gonna be cool awesome um yeah it's rad to have you guys here i'm stoked kyle got to be a part of this podcast because kyle was a part (laughs) of the uh the episode that is no longer available, yeah, which episode was episode one. one. <laughs> so all of the uh, downloads started episode two because uh, that- we did the first episode with a, a band that had a short life called Chocolate Cool But Rude. Right. And, uh, so the, the band is no more and the podcast is no more. Yeah, it's somewhere in the vault. Uh-huh. It's going to be a bonus episode one day. Uh, <laughs> if you can make sense of it with yeah, it's all a little, the background uh, rain and traffic. Yeah, it was a rough go. I wasn't quite... Uh, <laughs> Didn't quite understand how my recorder worked at its best <laughs> capabilities yet, and uh, it was one of your uh, pre-Mountaineer shows. Yeah, that of was, course, yeah, you know, it was the only we didn't have Mountaineer right? Mike making everything sound that's, super fresh and whatnot. Yeah. 
know, I'm here for you, and I'm so glad that you got involved because otherwise they'd all be in the vault and nobody'd be hearing them. I guess I, no, I'm just I can't hear a single thing he's saying. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Colin's talking, talking shit about him. He's just talking shit. Okay, cool. He's talking shit about you and your family. family. <laughs> awesome, um, Jesse. If if you have not exhausted this story, would you? Uh, talk about how you were uh, stabbed before you uh, re- like what prolonged putting your record out yeah no problem um, it was I, read, I have to ask I him to step up to the this. microphone for this one though he's like a foot oh, away okay. from the mic oh, there <laughs> you better? go my ball <clears throat> especially if it's a stabbing story we need to hear this yeah, yeah. <laughs> this man was shanked okay. several well, times I was shanked fucker nicked me <laughs> he nicked me nicked me good <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> we basically had a Basically, what's funny about it is the headline the next day read, um, Southeast Portland man uh, stabbed at cocktail party. (laughs) (laughs) Were you having a cocktail party? (laughs) I don't think you could call it that. It wasn't that. It wasn't very classy. Sweaty beer party. Yeah, it was more of a sweaty beer party. (laughs) I don't feel sorry. I would just think, what what lady did you talk smack to? I mean, maybe a few, but none of them stabbed me. It was this other. I mean, stabbed at a cocktail party. That seems to be the, you know, that would be the reason. You said something bad to a lady and she cut you. Right. Fucker <laughs> nicked me. No, it was, uh, <laughs> um, it was just a, a guy who, I mean, we, we have a lot of people over at our house uh, pretty often. These guys can attest to that. Um, and this was one, it was like during PDX Pop. Um, two years ago, I think. And um, so it just so happened I brought people over to the house from that, and then my two other roommates, both independently from that, had invited groups of people over. So there were... A good amount of people. Probably about 100 people there. And Yeah. (laughs) Most of them were accounted for, but this one guy just walked in off the street and he stayed for the whole duration of the party. And then it wasn't until like four, between four and 5 a.m. when we were trying to ask him to leave that he didn't want to leave and he started getting pretty weird. So we like physically removed him from the house. We just picked him up and brought him outside and set him down. And then, or my friends did, and I walked out just to be like, make sure nothing, no fight broke out or anything. And then he ran up the steps, and he just kind of gave me a little rabbit punch, but I didn't see they had a knife in his hand. So, um, yeah, then we called an ambulance. Damn, son. So at the time when it happened, you just actually didn't even feel anything? Had somebody not pointed it out to me, Uh I would not have known. Yikes. Yeah. Knuckles. <laughs> how deep was the wound then? I mean, I mean, what was the extent of the damage? It was a three and a half inch blade, like a switch blade. Right. But it, I, I lucked out because it dodged any vital organs. organs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was merely a flesh wound. So <laughs> a three inch or, you know, deep. Yeah. Flesh wound. So you, the ambulance came and what? They brought you to the end. They're like, oh, you're fine. It didn't hit anything serious. You're good. Yeah, yeah. They stitched me all up. It was at OHSU, you know, so it was kind of, there There were like 12, there were like a dozen students all around, which was kind of funny. And and I, I was at a point like in the party where I kind of got locked into like fun party mode. So 
I was still in that mode when I got there. And yeah, I just, I just remember the guy, the like instructor was like, okay. He's like talking to the students. He's like, all right, this is the part I hate. He's like, Justin, I'm going to let you take this one to like one of the students. And Justin comes over to me. I was like, you better not blow this, Justin. <laughs> and then everybody had a good laugh. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty weird. <laughs> and then I was just in, I was in hospital for a few days and then, um, took some time off of work to recover and was writing music a lot and, and decided that I wanted to change the, my approach to how I was going to release the record. We were still finishing. We're in the mixing stages then. I think we still, actually we had to track a couple of tracks then too. Um, and I decided to release it each song has its own single um, because nobody knew who we were. And if you just drop a record, right. you get one big push. And You're then, very wise. And then it goes flat, you know. So mm-hmm. we're like, why don't we just make a big deal, as big of a deal as we can, like for every single track on the record, like every couple months. Um, and, yeah, it kind of worked. I mean, we got more press regularly because of it, I think. Bug Hunt approached us after when, when we were about in, in the ninth or eighth song. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's wise. You know, just keep throwing pebbles into the into the pond. You know, it's like here's yeah. another one, here's another one, here's another one. Just keep top of mind. Exactly. I think right now we're in the era of singles. Yeah. Again, pe- people are all about playlists and singles, and maybe EPs. Um, I mean, I love listening to albums that. that were made with the intent to be listened to as an album, you know. Mm-hmm. We can all list, like, a short list of what, like, a perfect album would be where it's good all the way through for right. getting down, you know. So I love that, but I'll, so I won't stop doing that. But we're going to be doing a lot more singles and shorter releases and stuff like that. Cool, looking man. Forward, yeah. Looking forward to hearing some some new tunes and the remixed versions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, you want to hop back on the uh, the drum set? I suppose. Let's get you back in the uh, the room there. Get you right, prepared for the program again. And uh, have you guys play us out with a nice jam. Mm-hmm. These, uh, are, these are wise guys. I can tell there's a very there's an intelligence <laughs> behind what they're doing here, DC. Absolutely. <laughs> there's a thought out process. These guys aren't just you know what I mean, like sh- shotgun in the wall, kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Does that make any sense, DC? Oh, I got you. Oh, you hear I'm where I'm coming you. from? Oh yeah. All right. Uh, Jesse, where can uh, people find uh, about out about new move on the interwebs? Yeah, we have um, you know Bandcamp. We have a Facebook, um, SoundCloud. You can also go on the Bug Hunt uh, website. I believe it's bughunt.co, um, and you can check out Bed and and My Body and all all of the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, and their website just looks really nice. It's it's clean and and they're doing such a cool sort of boutique thing with every album they release they have the they put a bug hunt stamp on it with the aesthetics so right on it's worth taking a look at yeah get on there support these uh these fellas give them a like on the old facebook page and follow what they're doing go see a show they have a rad vinyl i picked one up you should pick one up as well and uh Cool, you're gonna play us out with uh, "When Did We Stop"? Is that 
Is that what's going down? Yes, we are. We're going to slow it down a little oh bit. Oh, my. It happened again. We stayed out till 10 a.m. Talked about the universe and how it's all going to end. It was you. It was me.
That's a new move, making some noise. <laughs> hey guys, thanks so much for We're hanging out and coming down for the, the podcast today. It was cool uh, getting to hang out with you guys a bit. Yeah, And uh, definitely encourage cool. people to check out uh, your guys' record that is available and keep up with you with the remix album and go see a show. Go check these guys out. Uh, we usually end the show. Maybe I'll have Kyle do it. Uh, we usually have the, the end the show with the guest saying, it's a program. It's a program? Yeah, just like that. I did it. It's <laughs> <laughs> great yes. with the question yes. inflection, too. I like perfect, that. Perfect, perfect. Uh, you can find me at dancablepresents at gmail.com. Dancablepresents on Instagram. Hit me on the Twitter at dancable. Uh, we got the uh, the baseball tees are there and uh, available. We got the YouTube and the iTunes and the Podomatic. So that's where you can find the show. Uh, give us a nice subscribe uh, review. Reviews help the show, everybody. That's a free way to help the program. So if you want to contribute to that, that'd be great. Give us a review. Uh, give us five stars. Hopefully, four. Four works. Four is nice. Uh, and I, I think, mean, come on, shoot for the moon. Five stars. Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we're doing not? what we can I here. Mean, okay. On. I mean, you can tell that there's people trying to do a quality program for you. I mean, come on. Come Absolutely. On. It's a program. It's a program. <laughs> it's a program. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Garrett Eisham for uh, helping yeah. us out with all the great videos. Gary, doing his stuff. Gary, and we got Mountaineer. He's smiling about it. He's smiling. Mountaineer Mike, there, in there, ringing him in on the ones and zeros yeah. there on the digital board. Thank there. you, DC. just making everything real nice. I'm gonna stay to you, my friend. And we'll catch you on the flip side, Portland. There you go, kids. That's how it happens. That's how it goes down. It's called Dan Cable presents a live to tape program. It's done right here at Mountaineer Sound Studios. We love doing this type of stuff. We do all kinds of different things. Basically, you know, if it's sound oriented, we're in it for you, you know? Live sound, we love doing that. You want to do a show? Let's get together. Talk about it, right? Recordings or make a record, podcast, voiceover work, commercial work, whatever. It doesn't matter. Get, get a hold of me. It's mtnairstudios.com or mountaineermike at gmail.com. That works too, all right? All right, until next time. So it's a program. I did it.